Live from Cool Boys Central. You're the boss down there. I'm boss up here. From bat tips to bat nips, <laughs> we are just cool boys revisiting Batman, the animated series, and wearing hats. <laughs> this is Batman and Beyond, a cool boys podcast. I see Batman and Beyond. Liam's like, Liam's like more alpha than me. It's like <laughs> one of those things where, like, we're, when we're older, I'll be Liam. You go get him. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or Liam will tell me what to do. Like, Dad, Shut up, Dad. On. Yeah. It's uh-huh. like when Patton talks about his son's gonna throw his like you know Star our uh, Star Trek phaser up on the roof. <laughs> it'd be the same thing with me, except it'd be my lightsabers, my like three hundred dollar lightsabers. Well, I'm... By the way, I got Luke's finally. I finally bought Luke's. You can kind of see it. it's the green one right there. It's that top one. You're so funny. I, so I have Anakin's, both of his, right? His uh-huh. Darth Vader Sith saber and his Jedi saber, the blue one. Uh-huh. But now I have Luke's saber. Dude. Did you get my I text about uh, the Batman Blu-ray? No. Oh, I sent you a text this morning that the blue Batman Blu-ray is on sale today for forty-two dollars. Wait, what? what bat, which Batman one? The complete series. The animated series. Uh huh. It's like the cheapest. Oh, I, 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 I don't know. Maybe you're talking about like Tim Burton's Blu-ray. I'm like, I have it. No, the or animated. All the other Batman movies. I'm like, I have it. No, I don't have the animated series on Blu-ray though. Yeah. How much? Forty-two. Is it done? Is that deal done? No, it's it's today. So it expires what in less than two hours or whatever. So uh, by the time we're done recording, I, there's no way in hell. Like, well, and as I stop recording right now, right now to buy it, yeah, if you want, I don't have my phone on me. I was going to show you my Luke Skywalker saber, but now you've got me all worried that I'm not going to get this Batman thing in time. Let's get through this episode before I fucking lose out on this Batman deal. You're all rushing it. I know. Let's go. How many oh boys? Hey, cool boys. Oh, are we starting Nation. right now? This is starting. And hey, give me one second. One second. To hey, another hey, hey, installment don't use of this. the Cool Boys don't podcast. Use this and let's Batman and hey, Beyond. Wait, wait, one second. Wait. I'm hey, <laughs> I don't want you to use this. What do I what do I have to say? Like cut or something or edit? No, no, edit. Just say, and I'm Steve, huh? Uh, no, no, no. We we're, we're gonna start this over. Just give me one. We're, what are we starting over? What was wrong? You Your just intro. talked about a Blu-ray. No, because I uh, was talking over you the whole time. And we're I don't still care. Who cares? <laughs> I don't care. And that's Steve, everybody. He's cool. Uh. Uh. Well, Steve, we need to get into tonight's episode. This is an exciting one. This is. Tonight's episode is Bane. Directed by the great, the one, the only, Kevin Altieri. Is that how, written how by they say it? Written by Mitch Bryan. Bane! Bane, yeah, Bane! And this week's villain is... Bane! Killer Croc, Rupert Thorne, and Candace. That's <laughs> like right, Candace. Candace in there. <laughs> Why? Candace got top fucking villain billing right now that's pretty amazing wow this episode came out on september 10th 1994 and wikipedia says batman comes face to face with his most powerful adversary yet the chemically enhanced assassin bane originally hired by rupert thorne to kill batman bane plans on taking control of thorne's criminal empire once batman is destroyed it is fight to the death with all of Gotham in the balance, 
as Batman takes on the man who has vowed to break the bat. Bane! I remember Bane was a fucking big deal because he was the band, you know, who broke the bat. And that just happened. I just looked it mm-hmm. up. That was started in January of 1993. So they were just like really running hot on introducing Yeah, Bane. you're talking about the Nightfall series in comics, uh, right? Um, it was like the – yeah, Nightfall was the end result, yeah. I think, of the new Batman. No, Nightfall is the whole thing. Nightfall has three volumes. The first volume is when uh, Batman gets broken by Bane. Volume two is when he's uh, – the, the – uh, Batman's taken up by the other guy. I forget what his name is. The the cop. And then uh, volume three is when that the cop goes bad and Batman has to stop him. I have it actually right over there. What I can't remember his fucking name though off the top of my head. Who, but uh, who's yeah, uh, Nightfall's volume three. The the cop that takes over the mantle of uh, Batman mm. while Batman's back is broken. Um, I actually have that issue signed. Funny enough, by Joe Quesada. But uh, yeah, um, I love Bane and. This episode for me just didn't really do it as a Bane episode. You know, they, they neutered him. Yeah, I think that's because they wanted to basically like touch upon this whole series of events that happened in the comic books, but they couldn't do it. They couldn't break Batman. They couldn't. They, they couldn't mm-hmm. You know, so they just were like, let's let's throw Bane in because there's people that read the comic books and they're really excited. That, you know, that we ha- yeah. they were throwing in Bane into the sh- show, but yeah, it definitely was a neutered Bane. And uh, they tried to do that little iconic moment, though, where he like wants to break the bats and, and has him over his knee, but you know, mm-hmm. Batman gets away with it. Yeah. The other thing I um, noticed too is that like it's kind of like the way Venom was like shoehorned into Spider-Man Three. The idea that like Venom's just popular, so like let's just get Venom out there into a Spider-Man movie. You know, we need this. We need it. It felt the same way with this. Yeah. I mean neutered as we said um but it it also if i think i read somewhere while researching about this episode the creators said they wanted to stay away from bane in general because he's a gimmicky character and it is it's kind of one of those classic gimmicks like you know who broke the bats back bane did it's like who killed superman doomsday did it was that period when they were just throwing you know everything at comic readers just to get them back into comics it worked I got back into fucking comics then because I was like, yeah, all right, we'll see who breaks Batman's back. Um, but I just this this was a big letdown in general of an episode for me. It could have been so much better, I think at least. Um, it was. I thought it was kind of a fun one-off. The you, it is you, a you one-off. Couldn't, you couldn't really do the series. You know, they, they don't do that sort of. That wasn't this sort of style of storytelling where they could where they would break his back and. Have him retire. They should have, you know, done, done that whole thing. Ah, you know, they should have a two-parter. I, I think that uh, they kind of, to me, they did the best they could with this sort of character, which was. I don't you know, think so. I think the Dark Knight in. Rises may have done the best it could. Uh, the yeah. Dark Knight Rises well, handles a broken back and a recovery all within the same story. I felt like that was also uh, rushed too. You know that like. If you want to get into talking, I haven't watched The Dark Knight in a while, so I, I don't really feel that comfortable going through. It was like a, a year. Breakdown. He spent like a year in that prison, like trying to work on his back and climb those ropes. Yeah, was it a year? That's what that was the I time. I think it was frame. like a year. Yeah, because it's like a long time. I don't remember, so I can't. I, I, I don't want to really get into a debate on The Dark Knight, but I did just watch did this. Did you episode. like The Dark Knight Rises? Um, I did. Yeah, definitely. But it wasn't my favorite. Um, I, I thought. What's that- your favorite incarnation of Bane so far? Incarnation of Bane would probably be the comic book. 
just the comic book version? Yeah, he. I mean, obviously. Yeah, yeah and but there, it's the version, all it's the version. Yeah, you know, and, and, but he's a classic '90s super muscled out, you know, like yeah, comic book character. He's just cheesy. Like he was. He's like like he's, Venom. He's cool for a 13 year old boy, I guess that you know they made him for. But uh, mm-hmm. I don't think that you know he's lasting. That's why I thought in this episode they did what they need. Like he was, he's like a hired thug, and you know he. He gets bested because his, hired assassin. His uh, stupid venom is just you know it's such an easy thing to do. Just you know fuck up the venom. I like venom, dude. I love that Bane's got that venom, man. He's got that adrenaline, momentum, venom. They ain't gonna know what hit him. I haven't seen the venom movie. Oh, it's it's the Tom Hardy it's movie. You're bad. About? Yeah, it's bad. Yeah, I haven't seen it's it. It's not a good movie, but <laughs> it's fun as a '90s film. It wasn't made in the 90s, which is very odd, but it's an it is like a 90s movie. It's very weird. It is funny. It's so standalone-ish too, but it's like standalone-ish almost in it's like the way it like kind of sets the rules of the world. One of the things that Bane says is pretty funny, Steve, when he lands in his little plane and he like, you know, gives his luggage to this like hired goon who drops it immediately. The whole thing like Candace is like can't get good help these days, uh-huh. right? Then Rupert Thorne, like, you know, is beating up some, like, you know, punching bag. He's making Bane fun of him. walks in, and he's like, yeah, beats up his hired goon, knocks him out, and he's like, can't get good help these days, right? It's said fucking twice in front of Bane. <laughs> if I were Bane, I don't know if I would really want to be hired by someone with such a high turnover rate. You know, they don't really give a shit about their, like, their employees, their employees suck kind of thing. I, I, I don't know. It seemed a little weird. It didn't seem very on point for the character of Rupert Thorne to me. Well, I thought that the thing was was that the, the guy was, like, trying to motivate Thorne. He was like, you're getting beat by the Batman. You're going to let Batman beat you and st- get your stuff. And he was like, he got he, he motivated him by getting him. Motivated him to knock him out. Yeah, by knocking him out. You know, he, he, he spoke too much. He was being too right. disrespectful. Exactly. Oh, by the way, have you and seen The Irishman? Think- no, no, let's not get into that. Right now. Yeah, I have. So, uh, one of the things that's really fun about this episode, I liked. Um, it's not much I really liked about this episode, but one of the fun things I liked is that the croc uh, crime spree that they have. That's like for like thirty seconds of the episode. Uh-huh. I have that issue. It was like my favorite issue that I remember. Like I was able to save from like when I like lost comic books back. As a oh, kid. there was an issue. I actually have that. I have that issue where Croc actually does the crime spree. He goes into like a Best Buy. It's not a Best Buy. It's something like Circuit City or some shit. Good guys. He goes into a fucking te- television store and like starts trashing it. Batman and Robin get into a whole fight with him there. But for me, I was like, oh my god, they actually honored that one part of this massive volume. They honored that one part. Well, they, the I Croc think they also part? the the. A whole like uh, origin, the Gilgamesh, like that isn't that right? Well, yeah, isn't that his? No, that's not that. That's honored in in like in like theme, but not in name, I guess. Really, um, I I I think what the thing is is that in this episode, if I'm not mistaken, he's a Cuban prison experiment. They said or something yep, like that, cr- right? Cuban prisoner, yeah. Project Gilgamesh. Yes, yeah, exactly, yeah, and it's called uh, at the Peña Duro prison or some shit. In the comics, it was the uh, uh, Santa Prisca. That's a completely made up DC island, that's in like the Caribbean. So I guess Cuban, and uh-huh. um, but yeah, it was their prison system. Their and and that's what happened. And so, it's it's similar. They definitely changed it for this to make it Cuban. Um, but they kept 
the fucking, well, I guess it's technically Caribbean, but they kept the Latin American vibe to the character, which is awesome. I really liked that. That's His really Luc- cool. His luchadora mask or whatever. Yeah, because it's not honored in, like, uh, The Dark Knight Rises. I love The Dark Knight Rises, but it's not honored in The Dark Knight Rises. And a lot of times, it's something that's not really properly honored, that he's, like, a smart, like, you know, Latin character or Latinx character. Like, the, even the uh, Batman uh, and Robin movie, he's a fucking idiot. He's, like, this little random prisoner brought in. And, like, the whole point of Bane is not that he's just muscle. I forgot, yeah, that they had him in the Batman and Robin movie. That's right. Oh, yeah. He was Poison Ivy's henchman. Yeah. And then um, the other thing that uh, is interesting is that, you know, they talk about that Bane is an assassin in this. He's for hire for $5 million. Yeah. That's a lot of money. I'm pretty sure that you can get an assassin on the deep web for a lot less. But not someone like like Bane. Bane has the Well, Bane doesn't actually get the job done. So you're right. You can get someone that's better that gets the job done. <laughs> a little wet work, if you know what I mean, Steve. I have no idea what you mean. What's wet work? Wet work? I heard you paint houses. I, I know a guy. Do you really? Can I talk to him? Yeah. Really? Uh-huh. Wait, are we talking about you actual really a painter guy? or like an Irishman? No, no, no. I don't want a painter. Like I want like someone that could kill someone. <laughs> I don't know a guy. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> we'll talk off about. air. <laughs> We'll talk off air. It'll be easier that way. I love how Bane rocks Robin's world. He just Robin's like him. staring at the binoculars. He sees Bane in the apartment with Rupert Thorne, and then out of nowhere, Bane's behind Robin, trashing him like a linebacker. <laughs> it is incredible. Bane is fast as fuck, dude. But he, I don't you know, know how at first he did Robin, it. you know, he, he kind of escapes. He goes, he does that little move where he goes un, in between his legs and runs away. It, it takes him a little while. And he, he's a, and Bane is also kind of impressed by you know he is Robin's uh, bravery or whatever. But he he like breaks Robin's back. That's kind of like <laughs> the back break we get, huh? No, he doesn't break his back. He just he just he like squeezes, squeezes him, him so hard. Yeah, they doesn't do anything. I guess he just. Passes out like a bow constrictor would. Yeah, yeah, he just squeezes uh, it until he passes out. And, and then we go to Candace's apartment, and Batman's sneaking around Candace's apartment, right? And Candace just wants to fuck the shit out of Bane. Like, out, out of nowhere, all I can see is this Candace wants to fuck this hard bodied <laughs> Bane so bad. And Bane likes to watch, Steve. Did you hear that? He, like, calls Batman on the phone, and he's just like, I love to watch you bang Candace <laughs> in front of me. Like, he's pretty much into it. No, my favorite part well, – I have two things about Candace's part. One, it sounded like before you, they showed it, it sounded like she was watching Looney Tunes. So I thought that was kind of cool. She was. And you see it. No, you see her watching some kind of, like, watching old 1930s cartoon. Old, yeah, car- you know, Looney Tunes-esque, you know, It's, like, thing. itchy and scratchy, but it's, like, they're just being chased. Yeah. That's all that's going on the whole time is the cat chases the mouse. And then the second thing is the way that Batman exits her apartment. He just fucking picks up the ottoman and throws it out the window. Right Without any disregard. There's people walking down the street, mm. you know. Someone probably oh, yeah. died on that ottoman. He's, like, 50 floors up, for sure. <laughs> There's an ottoman fell on someone. Somebody, somebody died over there or hit a, hit a car. Or caused a car accident, and then he's just—he's just so enraged because Robin, you know, is taken. That was—that was pretty hardcore. He didn't know where Robin went. It was important for him to like. It was like he's like, a, I see Robin's outfit, but no Robin. I need to check it out. And B, there's a note on there. <laughs> oh, we missed this earlier, but um, I wanted to point this out. There was a point where Batman was all like, "And who has five million to spare <laughs> for like you know to buy an assassin?" 
And my favorite thing ever is when you can find a newspaper that just has someone's name as the headline. Because <laughs> fucking Alfred just pulls right out of his jacket a newspaper folded and just perfectly says Rupert Thorne oh, as yeah. the headline. I want to know what the article was about. I thought they if would the headline kind of... is just Rupert Thorne. I thought they were referring to it in the episode because during that boxing thing was that that there was this jewel heist. That, that was a different. That was a different uh, newspaper. We saw like four or five newspapers this episode. <laughs> that Rupert Thorne one was an expose on Rupert Thorne alone. <laughs> it was just called Rupert Thorne. I don't know. I think that he, that we were just seeing the like highlight of oh. that. So wait, you're saying like the line of dialogue would have been like, "Why did Rupert do all this stuff to Mrs. Thorne?" And Thorne says, like, <laughs> "Rupert Thorne, you know." Alleged, alleged uh, entrepreneur Rupert Thorne involved in jewel heist or something like that. Oh yeah, for sure. Or hashtag Me Too movement. I feel like would really get him. I don't know. That's what I feel like. I feel like something like Rupert Thorne would go down like Al Capone, where he would never get busted on any of the crimes he actually did. It would be this one little slip up, where like he gets screwed over because he like came in the planner. When, like, you know, like, he brought up a couple of assistants, like, Candace around. That's and just not, started, like, that's not jacking how Al off. And the, got no, he got busted on tax fraud. Yeah, yeah. So those have nothing <laughs> but, to do yeah, with each But other. I'm just saying, Rupert Thorne might get busted that way because I think Rupert Thorne is too smart for tax fraud. Ah, uh, okay. This, this is the 90s, Steve. We're going to sue you. You know, I mean, that's what they said in Suburban Commando, okay? Rupert Thorne's not fucking up any of his, his, his laundering, let's say. But I feel like maybe in the 90s he wouldn't have been all up on his game with the, you know, Time's Up movement. All right. Don't you think so? Uh, I didn't really get the impression that he was, like, a sexual harasser. He offers up Candace to Bane. No, he doesn't. Yes, does he, he does. Yes, I he thought does. he just was just like, here's my secretary. She could be of your assistance or whatever. And then she's all flirting he's like, with he's him. Like, he's like, here's my secretary. I offer her up to you. She's willing to do whatever you need. Is that, I don't think those were the words. I offer her up wink, to you. Wink, wink. And then he grabbed her by the pussy. Oh, yeah. Yeah, none of that. I remember this. None of that actually happened. But I did like how Candace is. She's, like, really into the fight. Like, this whole, like. Uh, Dude, are you kidding me? I love Candace. She's into this fight. She wants the wet fight with Robin. She goes down there and, like, puts up a serious fight. I don't actually understand. You know, at the end of the fight, she's going up the ladder. And then Robin's going behind her. Like, how did that really work out? Like, so she's trying to. I don't even it. care. <laughs> I don't care. It's sexy, dude. I, I, I'm th it's like watching ballet. It's the sexiest fucking thing I've ever seen. It's jujitsu in the water. I just like how she takes her heels off before she dives in. She's like, oh, yeah, dude. We're going to go fucking all at it right now. I And Robin even calls out in some, like, weird ADR because they don't even show Robin's lips moving. It's just like all Robin suddenly goes, hey, bitch, come on down. <laughs> and she's cool. like, all right, the let's do this. Warm. <laughs> yeah, she takes her pumps off. She fucking puts her hair up in a ponytail, dives in after Robin. It's It's hot. It's really hot. Robin's grabbing her hair at one point from behind, and it's just like, whoa, what is going on here? He was having some fun. Candace was mm – -hmm. uh, but I, that's why I was confused. At the end of this fight that they're having in the water, she's going up the ladder, and then he's going up behind. Like, they just gave up. Mm -hmm. He's like, all right, it's time to get out. It's over. <laughs> done. It's all done. But then the whole thing kind of just, like, just shits on itself. When, like, Batman's spine isn't snapped in half, 
And then and he just stabs like Bane in the venom with like a well, batarang, and a then Bane ending. just hulks out. It's just weak. It's so weak. Yeah, I didn't think it was that weak. It, it was like a good, you know, way to just end the episode. Have I don't like, know. I really, I really was enjoying this from an, like an adult perspective for most of it until it's just I. It really should have been a two-parter. They should have broke the bat. Maybe he doesn't break his back. But like he's damaged enough that like he needs to recover in the next episode I think and that's like give Robin too some spotlight for little kids. I think that because it's still aimed for. I 11 remember to, being upset as a kid watching this that his back was not broken. I remember being upset by that. Uh oh! And now they unmask the Bane, and he's a little boy. <laughs> he's a fat-faced man. But you know what's cool is that then Batman totally gives up Candace to Rupert Thorne. So you know what Rupert Thorne's going to do? He's just going to fucking kill Candace <laughs> Probably. Now. I thought that's probably what's going to happen. You're yeah, fired. Yeah, because like, Batman plays all this audio where she, like, conspired against Rupert Thorne with Bane to, like, take over <laughs> Rupert Thorne's empire, his criminal empire. Uh, yeah. Fucked up. Batman doesn't really Batman care. just that's, killed her. That's justice. Yeah, that's bat justice. So this is actually Candace's last episode ever in Batman the Animated Series. <laughs> is it? You checked on that? It is. It is That's something I checked on because of that because I thought to myself, she might be dead. It's also Killer Croc's last episode in the entire animated series. Really? Yeah, so Killer Croc also goes out like a bitch. When Bane beats the fuck out of Killer Croc, he just leaves Killer Croc to float down the sewers. Batman and Robin are even like, what the fuck? They, like, toss him up on the cement. He's, like, totally knocked out, and the next time we see him, he's just, like, in casts. Yeah, no, Batman's interrogation is really fucked up. He just starts pulling on the wires and everything. Yeah, so that's the last time you ever saw Killer Croc was like he just went out like a little bitch. Wow. And there's one piece of trivia I found about this episode that's interesting, Steve. Tell me. Rupert Thorne was voiced by John Vernon, as we've talked about in the past, and Bane was voiced by Henry Silva. They both starred in Chained Heat, and that's a film about prison babes taking prison showers. And it stars Linda Blair. And let me tell you something. Linda Blair's titties are out and proud so many times in that movie. I've never heard Linda of Blair's movie. fucking hot as fuck. She looks amazing. By the way, Linda Blair got old enough and decided she just wanted to get naked a bunch in movies. So she just whipped out her gorgeous, huge tits. She took, like, some type of Playboy Victoria. I don't know if it was Playboy or not, but it was something like that. I mean... She got into drugs and showing off her nude body. And I had no idea about this for the ages until I saw things like Chained Heat. And, and like, I was just like, what? Linda Blair? What are you doing to me here? Very interesting. Pretty crazy, huh? Mm-hmm. Very interesting. So because of that, Linda Blair little trivia, I give this episode five out of five. <laughs> After all that trash talking, huh? <laughs> yeah, I, I'd give this one like four out of five. I, I, I enjoyed it, but the, out of the end, I didn't, uh, you know, like to me, it was like a fun one-off episode, and it was mm-hmm. a good iteration of Bane generally besides the end. Yeah, I actually uh, do agree with that, Steve. I give it a, a realistically, I give it a 3.5 out of five boys. Yeah, I liked it a lot. Um, I did think that, you know, I wish there could have been more to it, but they handled it very well for a one-off. Yeah, it could have been a good, like you said, if they did something where they injured him, he injured him, and then Batman had to retire for an episode or two. But, yeah, that that could have been interesting. But, like we said earlier, the creators just really thought the character 
and the uh, narrative of Bane is gimmicky, and so they didn't want to spend more time on it. And you know, whatever, good for them. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, Steve, before we move on, we must speak on our best friend Anuj. Uh, Anuj has not actually been feeling so well recently. Oh no, what and happened? He needs people. He reached out to you. Yeah. He- yeah, well, uh, I haven't actually spoken to him, but <laughs> he needs people to go to blog.feedspot.com slash Batman underscore podcasts in order to make him feel better. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's wow. the only way to heal his blues is to go and visit his site. I thought you were going to say he needed money. And I was going to say, okay, we're done with the dish. But if it's just no, clicks, no. he just needs clicks? Yeah, he, he just needs clicks for now. Uh, okay. All right, and you know he he you know he's someone that gives us a high five all the time. All right, and he put us right there on that list. We're number what again, Steve? Um, I haven't checked recently, but I'm assuming number ten. Number ten. Ooh, roll the dice. I'm not checking. Are you checking? Oh no, no one's checking. Okay, <laughs> okay. So the dice was rolled and no one looked. <laughs> okay. Well. Uh, I hope you get better, Anuj, and everybody, please, please, please clap your hands and click on blog.feedspot.com underscore whatever backslash Batman underscore podcast underscore blogspot. Okay? Anuj needs your help. That's good, I guess. <laughs> and Cool Boy Nation, tune in next week. Same Cool Boy Bat time. Same Cool Boy Bat channel. Cool boy, Bat Nation. Be sure to let us bat know what you bat thought of Bane or what your favorite bat episode is by bat emailing us at Batman and Beyond Coolboys at gmail.com. New episodes come out every Tuesday. Also, please check out our other great Cool Boy Central content with the Cool Boys podcast on iTunes, SoundCloud, Google Play, and Patreon. Also, donate to us on Patreon. It only costs a buck, and you will receive special access to content too hot to air. You can find the Cool Boys on Patreon at www.patreon.com slash coolboyspodcast. Thank you for listening. Stay cool, cool boy, Bat Nation. Until next time, it's Biases from Bat Ballard. And that's Biases from Bat Steve. So cool. Batman and beyond. Oh, yeah. Batman and beyond. Oh.